Praise Yah. Hallelujah. Shabbat Shalom. This is the day that Yah has made. We're going to rejoice and be glad in this day. This day of rest. <clears throat> Praise Yah. So we're going to talk today about um, resisting your old nature, part two. Amen. Hallelujah. So we're going to begin with a word of prayer. Yah, we thank you for this day. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you, Yah, for your loving kindness. Thank you for being so good to us, for keeping us, for helping us walk in the ways that we should walk, Yah. Help us to remember those ways, to walk in those ways, to walk in obedience. Help us, Yah, to resist our old nature, not walk after our own mindset, but to begin to walk after your mindset, after your ways, and teach us, Almighty, how to please you instead of us continuing to want to just please ourselves. Help us to rebuke the adversary, to resist him, to heal free from us. Help us to submit to you, Yah. For your word says that you resist the proud, but you give grace to the humble. Help us to be humble, walk in humility, have the same mind that the Messiah had. Yah, we thank you that we ask you, Yah, to increase us in our trust. For your word says that trust comes by hearing and hearing by your word. So we help us to increase as we hear your word and help us to actively obey your word, not just be hearers only. So we thank you and we just praise you for being good to us. Thank you for your mercy in Yeshua's name. Amen. Amen. So today we're going to be dealing with our, uh, part two, uh, resisting the um, our old nature. We're going to be reading from the book of Romans, um, chapter 8, and also Galatians chapter 5. And we may go back into the Torah, uh, Numbers 15, um, just, to, just to show us about intentional sin, Numbers 15, and then also Hebrews 10. But our first scripture today, that I want to deal with we deal with this is uh, Galatians chapter five, and um, begin at verse begin at verse thirteen. Um, For brothers, you were called to be free. Only, do not let that freedom become an excuse for allowing your old nature to have its way. Instead, serve one another in love. For the whole Torah is summed up in this one sentence. Love your neighbor as yourself. But if you go on snapping at each other and tearing each other to pieces, watch out, or you will be destroyed by each other. What I am saying is this. Run your lives by the Spirit. Then you will not do what your old nature wants. For the old nature wants what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit wants what is contrary to the old nature. These oppose each other so that you find yourselves unable to carry out your good intentions. But if you are led by the Spirit, then you are not in subjection to the system that results in perverting the Torah into legalism. And it is, perfect, it is perfectly evident what the old nature does. It expresses itself in sexual immorality, impurity, and indecency. Involved with the occult and with drugs, and feuding, fighting, becoming jealous and getting angry, and selfish ambition, fashionalism, intrigue, and, and, and envy, and drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you now, as I have warned you before, those who do such things will have no share in the kingdom of Yah. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, 
faithfulness, humility, self-control. Nothing in the Torah stands against such things. Moreover, those who belong to the Messiah have put their old nature to death on the stake, along with his passions and desires, since it is through the Spirit that we have life. Let it also be through the Spirit that we order our lives day by day. Let us not become conceited, provoking, and envying one another. So the Apostle Paul is talking in Galatians about the old nature and, um, and what it does. The old nature, the first thing that I want to say is the old nature can, will cause you not to love Yah, and it will cause you not to love one another. Now, a result of not loving Yah is disobedience. Because the word says, if you love me, you'll keep my commands. That's how you express your love to the Most High, is through active obedience. But disobedience shows that you don't love Yah. Now, we always say out of our, out of our mouths that, well, he know my heart. And we, and we give that as an excuse to try to justify our actions. But your heart, your heart is your mind. And most of the time, if, 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 your mind, if you have your old nature and you're not led by the Spirit, you're going to do what your heart say do. For example, a young man see a woman, he knows that he should not lust after her, but then he's looking at her and he sees her. If he don't, if, and she, she's beautiful, she's fine or whatever to him, if he don't pull that, that, that lust down, if, 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 if he don't get his mind in check, his heart in check, he's going to do something he's going to have to have his doing. He gonna say something inappropriate, or or he gonna try to, you know, have sex with her. Let me say it in 2019's terms. It's, it's just some of y'all who don't understand fornication. So in order to not indulge in, in sinful activities, or in, or in order to not to become involved in disobedience, you have to be led by the spirit of Yah and not by your own desires, not by your old nature, not what you think is right. The word says that there is a way that seems right to a man. But the end thereof is death. Why does he say that? Because the way that seems right to a man is man's own way. And if the end result of man's own way is death, that means that the way of man is a sinful way. So the only way to have life is to follow the spirit and not the ways of man. Mm -hmm. So we're going to go to um, Romans number 8. And then we're, gonna, we're just going to go ahead and take flight. Amen. Romans number 8. And, we, this, and today we're going to start in, in, ver, in 8 verse 9. Romans chapter 8, begin at verse 9 says this, but you, you do not identify with your old nature, but with the spirit, provided the spirit of Yah is living inside you. For anyone who doesn't have the spirit of the Messiah doesn't belong to him. However, if the Messiah is in you, then on, then on the one hand, the body is dead because of sin, but on the other hand, the Spirit is given life because Yah considers you righteous. So the word says this. It says that you, do, that you do not identify with your old nature, provided that the Spirit of Yah is living on the inside of you. But those who, but those who don't, or anyone who doesn't have the Spirit of Messiah, don't belong to him. So let me explain to you. If you don't have the rule of HaKodesh, the Spirit of the Messiah, you don't belong to the Messiah. And if you don't have the spirit of Messiah, then you are controlled by your own nature, by your own mindset. The spirit of Yah is going to only give you the things of Yah. 
and the spirit of Yah and your old nature are hostile because the spirit of Yah will, will tell you to obey. It will try to appeal to your to your, to your good inclination to teach you the ways that's right and and to lead you in that in, in that way. But your old mind will try to tell you some complete opposite of what the spirit of Yah says, and you have to make a decision on who you will follow. You can't say that you have the spirit of Yah if you're living in a constant state, a continual state, a perpetual state of disobedience. No, that's not how it works out. Now, I'm not saying that we don't sin. I'm not saying that we don't fall. I'm not saying that we don't do things inadvertently. I'm not saying that even if we do sin intentionally at times, that Yah will forgive us. Yah forgives. He's merciful. He has compassion. But it's when you live, it's when you have that lifestyle of a continual sinning, it's when you want to check your walk with the Most High. You cannot say that you love the Most High and continue to hate your brother. Continue to have grudges against people. Continue to hold in unforgiveness or even continue to be racist. Whether you're a Caucasian or whether you're you a Hebrew or, 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 or African American, however you want to label yourself. Or whether you're Asian or whether you're Hispanic and, and, and say that you love Yeshua HaMashiach. Because if you love Yeshua HaMashiach, then you have to love your brother. Because the Torah hangs on two commands. Loving Yah with all your heart, all your might, all your strength, and loving your neighbor as your own individual self. And your neighbor, according to Yeshua's teachings, is your, even, even your own enemy. The one who hates you. From the Torah standpoint, in, in Exodus, it says, it says if you are walking and happen to see the one who hates you or see your enemy lie under his load, that you are to stop and help him restore, restore him, restore that load back to their place. The Torah says that. Yeshua states that, 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 that the parable of, the, of, of what we call today as the Good Samaritan. When you have a Levi, a, 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 a Levite, a, a priest, and you have a Samaritan walking. There's a man walking. As he's walking, he's attacked, left for dead. A priest comes, sees the man walking, crosses to the other side, and keeps going. A, a, a Levite comes, sees the man, excuse me, sees the man laying down, I mean. Sees the man laying down, crosses to the other side, keeps going. A Samaritan. And at that time, a Samaritan was not liked by, by, by anybody from Israel. They were considered half breeds. They were considered not, not part of Israel from, a, from, from, from Judah's perspective. So they were hated. They were enemies. They were not liked. But, and the man that Yeshua was talking about have had to have been an Israelite because that was his audience. The priest was an Israelite. The Levite was an Israelite. The Samaritan was not. The man that was left for dead the one who he considered less than him is the one that helped him. So we have a responsibility from the Most High to love our enemy. And if you can't love your enemy, then you may want to check your walk with Yah. You may be living by your old nature because you can't continue to have grudges in your mind and in your heart. And you can't continue to use that as an excuse to go contrary to the word of Yah. And, I, and I'm dealing with this because I've, I've been seeing people or hearing people make decisions uh, based on how they feel about someone. People uh, attack other people based on something that happened in the past. Now, I'm not saying that we should allow the past to be forgotten. Things did happen. Things were, were not fair. We are owed certain things. 
But that don't mean we continue to hold a cussing grudge against someone and want to see their demise or can't speak to them or, 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 don't, or don't like them because that's not how it is. We have to have the same mind of the Messiah. And we're going to get to that in a second. But, but first we're going to, re well, let's go to that first. Let's go to, to Matthew. And let me show you what the mind of Messiah was. Let me show you something that, 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 to shed some light on some things. We're going to go to Matthew 26. Hallelujah. I think it was Matthew. Yeah, Matthew 26. May not be, let's go to 27. Wait a minute, we'll find it real quick. Excuse me, people, I apologize. I got to get my scripture. Hallelujah. Okay, so we'll go to Luke. Let's go to Luke 23, 23, 34. Let's go to Luke and Matthew. Luke 23, 34. Let me show you the mind of Messiah. Yeshua said, Father, forgive them. They don't understand what they are doing. Why would I use that scripture? Because Yeshua, after Pesach, after the Pesach meal, he goes to the Garden of Gethsemane. There, he's betrayed when Judas brings in with him into the garden soldiers of the chief priest. They get Yeshua. They take him. All night long, he, he goes before Pilate, he goes before Herod, he goes before the high priest, he's beaten, he's ridiculed, things are going on to them. While he's on the cross, before he dies, uh, Pilate offers to give up Barabbas or Yeshua. The, the, the people, some of the people chose Barabbas. They beat Yeshua, they put thorns in his head, they mocked him. He has nails in his hands. He's suffocating on his own body weight as he's hanging on a stake. And out of his mouth, through all the suffering, through all the being mistreated, he says, Father, forgive them, for they don't understand what they do. Now, Yeshua was not making up a lie. He was not making up an excuse for the people. When he spoke, he always spoke truth. If he would have lied, he would have disqualified himself from being the son of Yah. Or disqualified himself because he, could, because he had to be without sin. So he told the truth. Didn't make up an excuse. And he says, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. He had compassion. He had understanding. And he understood their state. And the word says they have the same mind of the Messiah that we too need to try to see beyond what we see with our own natural eyes. We got to see 
a spiritual standpoint to it, and we got to try to have an understanding through prayer of what's really happening so that we won't sit here, walk around through life being bitter, holding grudges against our fellow man, against our brothers, and against those who are grafted in. We have to have the same mind of the Messiah. The mind that was in the Messiah was a mind of self-denial. It was a mind of humility. It was a mind of him denying his own interests. Yeshua says this, if anyone wants to follow me, he must first pick up his execution state or say no to himself, then pick up his execution state and follow me. So in order to follow Yeshua, you got to say no to you. And that means saying no to your old way of thinking. You have to have a new way of thinking. You have to have a new mindset. Your mind has to be controlled by the spirit of Yah. And how is your mind controlled by the spirit of Yah? Because Yah says in Jeremiah 31, 31, now he's going to give a renewed covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. And he says that he's going to put his Torah on our evil parts by his spirit. He's going to cause us to know him. So now we have the spirit of Yah on the inside of us, revealing to us his word. So now when we are faced with circumstances, the spirit can lead us to what the word says, and we can begin to obey what the word says in spite of how we feel in our own natural mindset. We got, we, 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 we got to yield ourselves to the spirit and walk after the spirit and not after the way we think. After our own mindset, we have to be renewed by the spirit of our mind. Now listen, because your old nature does things that are wrong and the old, your old nature, your old carnal mindset, your old way of thinking will cause you to miss out on the kingdom of Yah. You cannot inherit the kingdom of Yah with the same way of thinking that you've had before you became a born again believer. But your thinking has to be renewed. And listen, it's got to be done on purpose. You, this, this is something you got to grow up in. I'm not saying that we don't have issues. I'm not saying that we don't have to learn and don't have to grow. But I am saying that we should not remain ignorant. And we should not continue, continue to give in to the same things year after year after year. I should not be where I was 10 years ago. I should not be where I was 15 years ago, there has to be some growth inside of me. And I'm still the same as I was when I first got born again 21 years ago. Then, therefore, I may not be born again. There has to be some kind of change that has taken place in my life. Now, now listen to this. Let me say this. There are people in the world physically who are handicapped, whether they have a mental handicap or a physical handicap, and so they don't grow. There are some people who've been physically handicapped since children, and then they're adults, and they still have small legs, and they have to be in a wheelchair because they cannot walk. Why? Because their legs don't hold their body weight properly. Their, body, their top body has probably grown, and their bottom part has not grown, so now their legs don't have enough strength to hold their body weight. There are some people who are 25, 30 years old that have the, the mentality of a child that's 5 years old, that's 6 years old, that's 10 years old. And so then, therefore they may have a mental illness. But now listen, if you are spiritually ill like that, then there's something wrong. There, there is an excuse for someone has a physical illness and we, and, we do, and we do show compassion. But my example is that if you've been born again 
20 years and you still acting as if you are a baby in the Messiah, you may not be born again. See, in this walk, it cannot be a religious walk. It has to be a true walk with the Messiah in relationship. It cannot be what we call a Christianity walk because it's not about being a Christian. It's about being a believer and a child of Yah. What we do is put, is put labels on what we call this thing and we use excuses to sin. And say, ain't nobody perfect. Well, guess what? There is nobody perfect but one. But the one that is perfect, you can follow him. And he'll lead you by example and bring you into perfect moments. But if you continue to have the same excuse, to have the same mindset, you will find yourself in Jesus' name in hell. Hallelujah. There's a lot of folks that are saying, we've done things in your name. And they will not inherit the kingdom of Yah. Yeshua says in Matthew 7 chapter, beginning at verse 21, that everybody that says, Lord, Lord, will not enter into the kingdom of Yah. And there are people who are going to say, well, we did this, that, and thus and so in your name. And he's going to tell them that I never knew you, meaning we never had relationship. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness, meaning you was outside of the law. We never had relationship because you were outside of Torah, then depart from me, you workers of iniquity. Then he goes on to give the example. He who hears these sins of mine and doeth them, I will liken him to a wise man or a sensible man who built his house on the bedrock. So when trials came, the wind came, the storm blew and beat upon the house, the house was able to stand because his foundation was laid upon the rock, and the rock is the word of Yah. But those who could not stand is likened to a foolish man or a stupid man who built his house on the sand. So when the winds came and the flood blew and, and, and the floods came, the house would fail and the fall was great because it did not take heed to the word. So it, it, it's to our ability, it's to our advantage. To take heed to the word. It's not just about saying things in his name. It's about being in the Torah, walking by the spirit and not by your old nature. Hallelujah. So what does it say? Your old nature, your old nature it uh, expresses itself in sexual immorality and impurity and indecency. So if you are, so if you are involved in sexual immorality, then you are being led by your old nature. And you, can, you cannot continue to be led by your old nature and, you, and you, you should not continue to be involved in sexual immorality. Now I can understand when you first get born again and you may not know any better. But if you've been born again and you've been born again at least two, three years now, five, six years, and you still bound up, then there's something wrong with that picture. Because the, the, the Elohim that I serve, Yahuwah, he's able to deliver anybody. He can bring you out of what you're in. He can deliver you from being bound by that spirit that's persuading you to continue to make bad decisions. Because now you have the power by the rule HaKodesh to refuse the adversary, to resist him, and make the right decision to obey the Most High. So you should continue to walk in sexual immorality. You should not continue to walk in indecency. You should not continue to walk impure, doing impure things. You should not be involved with the cult, and you definitely should not be involved with drugs. You know, it's a bunch of us get high, not me, excuse me, a bunch of people that get high and want to say that they love the most high. Listen, involved in drugs, getting high, coming out of your mind, 
and then saying, well, y'all, he made it like that, or y'all made the weed, or well, ain't nothing wrong with dipping and dabbing. It's only if you overindulge in it. Well, let me explain something to you. Anything that brings you out of your mindset and, and, and helps control you cannot be of the most high. One thing that, I, that, I, that I've seen throughout the pattern of the scriptures that when the Most High speak, even by His Spirit, you still have an understanding of what's going on and you still have control of what's going on. To one of you, you use the excuse of how some bring healing to your body to give you an excuse to continue to bring yourself out of your mind is a lame excuse for lame people. And if you want to be a lame individual, quit making lame excuses and begin to do what's right. Hallelujah. The word of God says that, that those who are in, in, involved in feuding and fighting, becoming jealous and getting angry. If, you, if you're feuding with people all the time, you're fighting all the time, and you want to say that you still love Yah, you may want to check yourself. Because in feuding folks and fighting folks, goes against the command to love one another. You can't do both. You can't hate people and love them at the same time. That's called confusion, and it's also called a lie. You're going to either hate them or you're going to love them. And then you have to make a decision, the decision to forgive or the decision to get past your own self and, 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 and the decision to, get, to overlook them. You got to get past you. You can't allow people to pull you into something that will cause your own death. You can't allow the words of what people say to persuade you to sin against Yah. Let me explain something to you. The power to define is the power to determine destiny. So if you allow someone or anything to define who you are, then they are able to determine your outcome in life. So you should not allow people or circumstances to define you. You have to get control and allow the most high to define you. Because the most high definition of you is you being a royal priesthood. The most high definition of you is you being a holy nation. The most high definition of you is you being brought into a kingdom of priests. The most high defining you is calling you a son of Yah. The most high defining you is calling you to be holy. And so you have to allow the most high Yahuwah to define you and tell you who you are. You have to allow the most high to give you the identity that he has called you to be identified as and not allow people to identify you. And you yourself should not take upon yourself those identities, calling yourselves names that was meant to degrade you and think because you call yourself that is cool now. That's called deception. And you cannot continue to allow the adversary to deceive you through people or even through your own mindset. Hallelujah. So we got to quit being jealous. And because the word of God says in Psalms of Solomon that jealousy is as cruel as the grave. Jealousy will cause you to hurt somebody. It will cause you to hurt yourself. Jealousy will cause you to become stagnant in your walk of Yah. Yah didn't give you that spirit. The word again, as I said, it says that jealousy is as cruel as the grave. And so we should not walk in jealousy. Amen? Or getting angry. The word says you can be angry and sin not. Getting angry and want to get at somebody. As we said now, time, I want to get at them. Or I want to hurt them. Or I don't care. I always walking around with an attitude. I always walking around with a grudge and, and bitter. Something wrong with you. Every time somebody look at you, you got a sour face. Sour puss. 
you, 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 you look terrible in the face. You can't get along with nobody. I always got something smart to say to somebody. And, but you, but you want to say that you belong to the Most High. Whoa, come on, check yourself. How can you be a witness with an attitude? You, you, you're supposed to be a witness of the Most High, but you walk around all the time with an attitude, all the time mad at somebody. How can your witness be effective if they're afraid to approach you because you're always angry? You got to get your attitude right. And this is why you cannot be led by your emotions. You cannot be led by your own nature. The word of Yah says in Romans 8 chapter that those who are led by the old nature cannot please Yah. So guess what? If you want, if, if you want to be pleased Yah, you have to get out of your old nature. Hallelujah. Well, please Abraham. Well, excuse me. Well, please Yah about Abraham was that Abraham did not consider his circumstances. When you read Romans 4th chapter, it's that Abraham did not consider Sarah's womb being dead, and he did not consider the, the, his own body being dead. So then, therefore, what did Abraham consider? He considered what the word of Yah says. And by him not considering his own circumstances, he did not stagger at the promise of Yah through unbelief, but was strong in his trust. So I'm telling you that you cannot take into consideration what's going on around you. You have to believe the word of Yah. Because what's going on around you will cause you to become stagnant. It'll cause you to not believe Yah. It'll cause you to give up. It'll cause you to give in. And if you call yourself the seed of Abraham, in your mind, you got to know ain't no quit on the inside of you. Ain't no stopping in you. It's about going forward, and you're going forward with joy. The word says count it all joy when you are faced with various trials and temptation. You count it all joy. You stand firm because you know that the adversary is going to bring you through every trial. And you, excuse me, not the adversary, but Yah is going to bring you through every trial. And you know that you don't have to give in to the temptation because Yah has given us a way of escape. Hallelujah. So the adversary is defeated. He has no power. He has no authority over you. Let me explain something to you. I don't care how much spiritual influence that we have from the adversary. Ultimately, at the end of the day, it's your choice. So regardless of whatever the adversary wants to try to influence you, whatever spiritual weakness wants to try to come and attack you, you still have the most high on the inside of you. And the word says that greater is he that's on the inside of you than he that's in the world. So when the adversary tries to come and bring some kind of distraction, you stand firm on the word of Yah no matter how hungry you get. The word says in Matthew 4th chapter that when Yeshua, after he had fasted 40 days at night, his body began to be hungry and he was tempted of the adversary. So the adversary came to him and said, if you are, try to deal with his identity. Try to deal with his identity. If you are the son of Yah. He, the adversary came and tried to take the very same word that Yah had given Yeshua in Matthew 3 after he was baptized by, baptized by John. And he got out and the word says, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. So after, after Yeshua had got finished fasting and he was, may have been physically weak in his body, the adversary came to him in a, in, in a vulnerable state and said, if you are, challenge that word, the son of Yah. Then turn these stones to bread. And Yeshua responded back with the word of Yah and said that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds 
out of the mouth of Yah. So Yeshua quoted the scriptures. When you look in Genesis 3, you don't see Yah blaming the adversary for Adam's responsibility. You don't see him blaming the adversary for Eve's responsibility. You, you, you see Adam blaming Eve. You see Eve blaming the serpent. But Yah held Adam responsible. Yah held Eve responsible. And Yah held the serpent responsible. So Yah ultimately responded to them. So at the end of the day, Regardless to how you've been attacked, it's your choice. And you can choose by the spirit of Yah to obey, just like Yeshua did. Or you can choose to do what Adam did, disobey and blame everybody else. Refuse to take responsibility for your own actions. Listen, to be in a carnal mindset, to be in your natural mindset, shows a refusal for you to be accountable for who you are and accountable for your own decisions. And we have to be accountable. We cannot continue to be led by our own carnal, natural, old nature. Hallelujah. And selfish ambition, and fashionalism, and intrigue, and envy, and drunkenness, and orgies, and things like you, like these. I warn you now, as I have warned you before, those who do such things, will have no share in the kingdom of Yah. Your mind can't be on those things. Those things will cause you to miss out. Now listen, I, I, I'm, not a, I'm not an old man. I'm a young man. 44 years old. I've lived past 20. I've been 20. I can kind of say some of the stuff that my grandmama used to tell us. My wife's grandmother, but she's my grandmama too. She used to tell us. She said, I've been 21 like you. I've been 30 like you. You ain't never been 85 like me. She lived to be 89 years old, and she even said, you have never lived to be 89 like me. That's true. And what she was saying is, I've experienced what you've experienced. You haven't experienced what I've experienced, but I've experienced. And what I can give you will help you come out of what you're in. I can teach you something if you listen, because I've been the way you are. So I'm telling you, at 44 years old, be 45 this year, being born again for 21 years, I understand being tempted by the adversary to commit fornication. And I made decisions that was bad in the past, but I've learned over the few years that even when I'm tempted to not fornicate, I don't fornicate. I do not commit adultery on my wife. Now, I have been tempted by the adversary to commit adultery, but I make the decision not to because I understand the result of it. And you know what? And I, and I did not do it on my own strength, in my own mind. Oh, she looked good. Oh, she looked good. Nobody would know. There's all kind of excuses in my mind to give me an excuse to see him. But by the spirit, it's a sin. It leads to death. It'll cause a divorce. It'll cause your children to look at you in the wrong way. It'll cause people who you are leading to go astray. Don't be a fool, son. Make the right decision. Obey the word of Yah. So I'll make the decision to obey Yah. Listen, I've had a job. I got two jobs. And both of my jobs, they give us gas cars. I can easily get gas in my car for free from my job. But you know, it's wrong and it's called stealing. I have at times been tempted to put gas in my car because I needed some money to put gas in my car and didn't have the money then. But you know what? I never stolen. I never stole from my job. I never illegally got gas. Nobody else would see it. I could just pull up, 
type it in and get it, and nothing be done about it because nobody see it. But you know what? That's a lie. The Most High sees it. He's going to judge you by your actions, your deeds, and I understand that. So I'd rather go ahead and run out of gas than steal. I'd rather ask someone to help than to steal and sin against y'all. Because it's better for you to be obeyed, to be obedient. That's not being self-righteous. That's not, that's not walking in pride or arrogance or conceit. That's just understanding that, you know what? Making these decisions can be detrimental to my health. Making these decisions can cause me to fall away. Making these decisions can cause me not to inherit the kingdom of Yah. Well, somebody just said, well, that's only one thing you can get away with it. But the word of Yah says, it's the small foxes that destroy the vine. The little one thing, the little one small thing can lead to another small thing and to another small thing. And all of a sudden you will see the vine is severed from the root by those small little chips from the fox biting off the vine. So it's not good to take the small bites that will continue to bring harm to your life. And they continue to bring harm to your body. They will continue to bring harm to somebody else. See, this, this walk, it may not be an easy walk, but ain't nothing in life easy anyway. It may take work, but things in life take work anyway. So I'm telling you, don't just be a hearer of the word. Be a doer also. And don't live by your old nature, your old mindset, the things that are contrary, the things that are hostile toward y'all. Listen, if someone walked upon you, this is a question you can, you can answer that I'm going to ask everyone that's listening that it, under me and on Facebook or YouTube or Podbean. If someone walked to, toward you being hostile, would you take offense? If someone came to you and they were hostile toward you, you'll become offensive toward that. You, you wouldn't like that. It'll bother you. You'll probably even defend yourself if they're being hostile towards you. Well, your, heart, your, your, your old nature, your carnal mindset is hostile toward God. So then, therefore, that means that Yah takes offense of your sinful ways, of our sinful ways. He takes offense of us doing wrong. It bothers him for us to do wrong and then make an excuse of why we did wrong. Why not just do right? Why not just live for him and not live contrary to his word? Amen? Hallelujah. Here go, my, here go another one of beginning to be one of my favorite scriptures. Hebrews 10. Amen. We're going to begin at verse, at verse 26. For if we deliberately continue to sin after receiving the knowledge of the truth, what sin, what sin is he talking about right here? Not, 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 not mistakes. Not sin inadvertently by mistakes. But what kind of sin? Intentional sin. Previously, I just named you two intentional sins. Adultery and stealing. Those are intentional. Those are things you got to continue to think about before you do. So Hebrews 10, 26 says, for if we continue, for if we, if we deliberately, deliberately on purpose, mean to do it purposely, if we deliberately continue to sin after receiving the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sin but only the terrifying prospect of judgment, of raging fire 
that will consume the enemies because now you can put yourself in a position to be an enemy of Yah. We was reading, this morning, we were studying our Torah portion in Numbers 25, beginning at verse 10. In Numbers 26, and Yah tells Moshe that, the, that, that you are now to treat the Midianites like an enemy. And then he begins to gather an army up. What was his reason? Because, because of Balaam, Balaam and Balak. Balaam wouldn't, wouldn't curse Israel, but he told him how, how to hurt them. Get them to go astray by sending their women to your men to fornicate, to go astray to, to they can serve other gods. So anybody that continues to go against y'all to sin or even to mislead somebody else, and you do it deliberately, then you stand in danger of judgment. That ain't just in the Torah, that's in the, what we call a renewed covenant also. Says it says, says that for there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins. Yeshua was a sacrifice. But if you continue to sin, the son of Yah, who has treated something coming, the blood of the covenant, which made him holy, and has been insulted by the insulted the spirit, giver of Yah's grace. For the one we know is the one who said, Vengeance is my Responsibility, I will repay. Yah will judge his people. It is a ter it is a terrifying thing to fall in the hands of the living Elohim. Listen to this. But remember the earlier days when after you have received the light, after you have received the what? The light. You endured a hard struggle. With suffering. Sometimes you were publicly disgraced and persecuted, while at other times you stood loyally by those who have treated this way. For you shared the suffering of those who have been who have put you in prison. Also, when your possessions were seized, you accepted it gladly, since you knew that, that what you possessed was, was better and would last forever. So don't throw away that courage of yours, which carries with it such a great reward. For you need to hold out so that by having done what Yah's will, you may receive what he has promised. For there is so, so little time, the one coming will indeed come, he will not delay, but the person who is righteous will live his life by trusting. And if he shrinks back, it will not be pleased with him. However, we are not the kind who shrink back and are destroyed. On the contrary, we keep trusting and thus preserve our lives. So you, so, so you can hold out. You can be strong. You can live by the Spirit not by your old nature. You can come out of sin. Intentional sin. If someone tells you that you cannot overcome these things, ask them to show you in the scriptures where it says you can't overcome. If they can't show you in the scriptures 
where it says you can't overcome, they're lying. Stop listening to them. Because Yah's word says you can overcome. It says you can hold out. It says you can be led by the Spirit. And you can. So I pray that you do. We gotta, we, we, listen, let me tell you something. If we live in sin, we'll be exposed. And it's embarrassing. I know somebody personally got exposed yesterday. Living in sin, saying you ain't doing something. Let me tell you something. The word says, don't be deceived. Y'all is not mocked. Whatever you sow, you will reap. What you're doing, you, 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 you can own it for so long, get away with it. Let me explain something to you. There are not many drug dealers that have retirement benefits. You get old after a while. You either penitentiary or you wind up broke. Somebody else taking care of you. You reap what you sow. Come out of your sin. Stop doing it. Stop doing it. You can only fornicate for so long before you get a, a, a baby that you can't take care of. And somebody else got to take care of your child for you. Or you get a disease. You can only steal for so long before you're caught and sentenced to prison. You don't want to be abusive for so long before you're killed or you kill someone before you lose everything you got. You only lie for so long. You know what they say, you know, ain't no wrong with eating pork. The word says to eat clean. We, we, we're so deceived that we say ain't nothing wrong with eating pork, but it causes high blood pressure and hypertension. The same thing, or causes high cholesterol, heart attacks. And then we make lame excuses and say, well, you got to die from something. That's foolishness. Why cut your life short because of disobedience? You only remain ignorant for so long. Come on, let's stop being ignorant. The word says in Acts 17 that Yah at one point in time, he winked at our ignorance. But now he, he commands all men, everyone, to Tashuvah to turn, to repent, to actively change what they're doing. First sermon, Yeshua preached, Matthew 4, 17, repent, to shuva, Greek word, Melitinio, wholeheartedly mend your ways. Turn from your sins to Yah. Stop it. Let's begin to live right. You now have the Ruach HaKodesh. We have Yeshua, who is the only way to salvation. Who is the only way to reconcile us back to Yah? He's the only way you can be born again. We have him who has given his life and was resurrected. And now through him we can know Yah. We can be reconciled. We can have a new relationship, be renewed in our mind, be a new being, new creature. We no longer have to walk the old walk. We no longer have to have the same mindset. We now can walk in a new walk, in the newness of life. So I'm telling you this to strengthen you, to let you know that you can make it. You don't have to continue to fall. Young woman, young man that's listening, you are somebody. Stop selling yourself short. Get your mind together. You don't have to continue to be deceived by him or her. You don't have to continue to be deceived by the adversary. You're looking for love? Yeshua loves you. Y'all loves you. And he's willing to show you his love. So you can walk in his ways. Deny your own self-interest. 
in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Yah, we thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your loving kindness, for your goodness. I ask you, Yah, to help us not walk after our old ways, after our old nature, after our carnal mindset. But help us to walk by the Spirit in the newness of life. We understand that the Spirit is hostile to the corner mindset, and the corner mindset is hostile to the Spirit. Help us to walk by the Spirit and put to death the ways of the corner mindset. Walk by your word, by your Spirit, by your Ruach. Help us, y'all, not to be involved in things that we know that's not pleasing to you, such as orgies and drugs and feuding and feuding and fighting, sexual immorality. Help us to walk in joy, temperance, peace, patience, meekness, goodness, righteousness, faith, trust. Help us to walk in the fruit of the Spirit, y'all. Help us to seek your faith, to cry out to you, to become dependent upon you, to pray to you, to worship you in spirit and the truth, to be led by you. Help us, y'all, to get in the word and read your word and not follow man-made religion, man-made traditions, and man-made doctrine. But help us, y'all, to follow the word of you, your word. Help us, to, help us to be open to the spirit of Yah, to learn and take heed to live it. Yah, we thank you, we praise you, we glorify you. In Yahshua's name, amen. Amen. We're going to get...